Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Welcome to Break a Wish, the podcast where all your dreams come true, but with terrible, ironic consequences. I'm your host, Maddox Campbell. This episode is a best wishes debate. I will present my guests with two wishes connected by a theme, and they will debate which one you should take if presented with both. Previously, we had, if you could travel through time just once, would you rather go 30 years forward or 30 years backwards? Most of you are looking to the future. Final results are 71% going to the future on Twitter and 60% going to the future on Facebook. This week's wish is about two metrics of success. Would you rather be given positive fame or a large fortune? I'm joined by Kat Letwin and Oliver Giorgio to explain why they're such a big deal. Welcome to Break a Wish, the podcast where all your dreams come true, but with terrible, ironic consequences. I'm your host, Max Campbell. Joining me this time, we got Oliver Giorgio. Hey. We got Kat Letwin. I am here. At talking like she's a robot. Uh, and we are doing one of our best wishes episodes. It's the debate. So the theme. Sorry, is I, six- I, I feel like when she talked, it was less of a robot and more of like a drama teacher. Anyways, oh, really? I was getting I was getting like a phone robot lady. I thought it was like, I am here now oh. in the present moment. No? Okay. And we are here at the edge of a moment. That's a drama teacher. Cool. With a singing. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, yes. So we are doing success as our theme. So these two will be picking between either fame or fortune. Cat, which one are you taking and why? My sweet darlings, I am taking fame because I distinctly believe that fame can be parlayed into fortune. And while you can do something the other way around, I believe um, fame as parlayed into fortune will have a lot more staying power. Okay. And Oliver, how about you? I pick fortune because money is a construct anyway, so I don't care how I get it. Uh, and you know what? It, life would be a lot easier uh, with money, obviously, because we live in a capitalist wasteland. And I could also give my money to people and things uh, organizations who needed it and would make the world a better place. Uh, and fame on its own, I do not find uh, attractive, but fame because I've worked for it, because people respect what I do, that would be the kind of fame I wanted. And I'd be much more uh, free to pursue uh, my uh, fame getting uh, with a solid base of fortune. Hmm. I think he raises an, an interesting point, Kat. If you get auto fame 
will you ever be worried about it won't be sincere or the insincerity of your followers, your onlookers, your worshipers? Does, will that bother you that it's only because of the magic? Well, the first time I cut my ear off, um, <laughs> you know, a lot of people said, you're crazy. And also go to a doctor and also please, please go to a doctor. Uh, but I didn't hear them. <laughs> because, because you'd I already cut, cut your ear off. Cut your yes. ear off. Yeah, yeah. And try turning 180 but there. Could a painter such as Van Gogh ever imagine that he would be ensconced in, say, an episode of Doctor Who years later? Mm, oh. And money, I don't think I don't guarantees think you, know you. What Doctor Who was. I mean, certainly, like, you get um, closeness and, um, well, I don't know, I think you get creature comforts, absolutely, but to sure. have an enduring legacy, especially, like, say, if you don't have kids or um, if you are just, maybe it's just because, like, I've been poor most of my life that I'm like, eh, I don't mind being poor for the rest of it, but, yo, if, like, my name and my work gets to carry on, well... I think that will mean quite a bit to me. That was a very uh, heartrending uh, episode of Doctor Who. Um, I'm not even, I don't even watch But Doctor you know Who. about that's, that episode, right? A, I know I know that episode uh, because, because somebody brought it up and so I went him? and watched it. Uh, well, I think it was like, it's more that his, the work that he had actually done was finally being appreciated because he did not have fame during well, his lifetime. Well, we didn't say in this wish that fame happens in one's lifetime. Oh, I guess we didn't define that. I I guess I made that assumption that like if you're asking the genie, hey, make me famous, you'd want your dividends. And I always assume right that genie has a monkey's paw. <laughs> Just a bunch of luck. But okay. I I I almost want to put it the other way though, is like, yeah, you get fame and it, it's probably gonna true fame will preserve, like you said, a legacy is insured. Oliver seems to want to get his fame in the roundabout way of using his fortune. But do you think? I didn't say fame... using my fortune. I'd, I'm not going to buy my fame. Because, mm. uh, okay, think of it this way. Uh, with my fortune, I then have uh, freedom within this uh, uh, capitalist wasteland that we live in to pursue whatever I would want to do. Which is, of course, hunting man for sport. Which is hunting men for sport uh and i feel like i would perhaps get famous doing that but with fame trying to get fortune out of your fame what you'd be doing is actually exploiting your fans who are just magically enthralled with you because that's the magic of it mm -hmm. and uh you'd in order to get fortune out of them uh, out of some sort of fame kind of thing because they also live here in this capitalist wasteland and they can't afford their fans. They can't afford a whole bunch of money to give to you, but you would be using your fame to do that. So, ah, but you would never be ever featured in a Twitter post where it was like that Simpsons um, meme where everyone's like, say the line. And then in the article, it's like, and then my dad got me a spot on this show. And then everyone being yay in uh, Mrs. Krabappel's like, uh, uh, classroom so you would at least have like street cred right oliver will and always honestly, be known as a rich guy these days yeah his his all his any glory he does manage to get any fame he does manage to accrue will always be sullied 
by his fortune. What if I do good things? Then wouldn't it be mm. like, oh, this guy had money and he used it the right way. You know, mm. he gave it to the right people. Uh, he he helped. He fixed climate change. What if I used my billions to fix climate change? Right. Sure. What if you participated in a terrible system in order to maybe overthrow it, but also benefit yourself? Uh, yeah, I feel like the answer to that would be like, yeah, anyone can fix climate change when they got that kind of money. Like, that's not even that big a deal. Well, that's fine. You know what? Because I don't need the fame. You don't need but it. Go. I just think <laughs> money runs out and I think um, art endures. I don't know. Yeah. So I guess here's my new question for you then, Kat. I'm bouncing back and forth with my questions, trying to make you think on the edges of this. Oh, how dare. Do you feel that insured fame that your art itself would suffer. You wouldn't be able to get feedback to figure out if something's working or not. Bang. It would, it would for sure be mitigated and refracted. And I think it would suffer for a bit, but then I think also would eventually become, if the art was good enough and if I was good enough to be an artist, then I think um, that fundamental idea would overcome that and um, and be slewest through that terrible um kind of way of thinking i think slewest right like i just feel like i feel like if if there's anything worth keeping and you've strained it through like all those uh kind of like big markers of what people think making it is um whatever remains is those fundamental parts of yourself and those parts of yourself will always be able to be built on. I I think. I don't know. Yeah, because once a band gets really big and they've got a great record deal and a lot of money, they always get better. <laughs> Fuck like... you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I guess maybe no, like but, you, no, your greatest right, hits right. album will still better. be good. They don't. They don't. It's like, uh, yeah, I guess dumb and stupid, but... You go through that process and like if whatever the thing holding you guys together or holding you toward the art uh, actually does maintain um, through all of that kind of bullshit, then I think whatever comes out the other side is even more interesting and powerful. I think you'll you'll be able to say truer to yourself because you won't be ever be forced to pander because why? Like, sure. You'll they're going to love your stuff anyway. You'll be Morrissey. You'll be Sting. Why are you guys I, doing me I, dirty like this? I like Sting. Because that's what we're supposed to be doing, Kat. I like the police. Sting's great. What are you? Yeah, sure. I mean, th- that's fine. Sorry, just... Maddox. Can I get you on? Uh, <laughs> can I get you on record or saying you like the police? Yeah, I like the police. Okay, all right. We're going to use that for. Well, you'll see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did they do something I shouldn't? I should know about. <laughs> Oh, wow. Have you not been paying attention for the entire year of 2020? Boo. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, it's, uh, but, um, uh, and also before that. Oh, 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 I see. The context. Ah, yeah, T he. Yeah, T motherfucking he. Yeah. T motherfucking he, ha. Huh? There'll be a transcript. It'll be capitalized in the proper manner to make my intent clear. Yeah, because everyone who listens to a podcast reads the transcript. That's what That's I have what always That's what podcast assumed. listeners are known for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just think, um, yeah, I, I feel like even if it outlives you personally, if you happen to have a family or 
other people you care about. Like if your fame can like help to accrue funds. Um, I feel like that fame outlives whatever kind of currency that you have and that kind of stuff. Uh, either if you just make a bunch of money, you're putting it into stocks or you're putting it into, you know, I don't know, fucking NFTs now. I guess that's what people are doing. So, mm-hmm. so Kat, answer, answer me this. And I, I will riddle you this. Go on. You, please riddle me this. What good will you do for other people with your fame? Because as I have not worked through the system to get my money and thus I have not become jaded, I will still have all of my ideals and thus can uh, just dispense it to whomever I feel would help uh, the earth or society uh, the most. How would you with your fame uh, be able to do something like that for other people? Um, I feel like doing stuff like uh, Lil Nas X does where... I think it's delightful that he's like, hey, five years ago, I was just a random dude sitting on Twitter. Now that I have the most popular album, I'm still just a random dude sitting on Twitter. (laughs) Um, This idea of, I don't know, like kind of keeping yourself nose to the grindstone or... or, um... So encouraging people to to continue to work uh as part of the and and reinvesting because with fame does come money right so being able to reinvest in places that you came up in knowing what that felt like um and knowing how much that can do for a lot of people i i don't know but that message would be in some way disingenuous because you didn't get to where you were by working hard you went got to where you were by taking a magic wish and becoming famous overnight. So then you're going around telling the kids that you can be anything. You can achieve it if you just try. But in truth, they might not get that genie. They might not get that wish. Well, I tried really hard when I was digging in the parking lot of St. John's College in Brantford, Ontario, and happened to find this one uh, genie's lamp and happened to rub it. I like That was just me um, having the fortitude and the idea right. to do so. So, I mean, right. I don't know. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, pull pull your pull your socks up. Uh, that's yeah. If you can't afford bootstraps, try your socks. Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, socks is the one that I heard initially uh, in terms of that uh, metaphor. So I'm gonna stick with it. <laughs> they both make no sense. Like you can't. That's not how moving upwards works. Well, well no, because but... when you pull up your socks, then less of you is exposed, and so you're less likely to get hit with an arrow. Oh, sorry. Are what? we doing an Achilles thing now? Is that what we're doing? Well, yeah, because Achilles didn't wear socks because all Greeks wore sandals. And so that's, that's why he, he got dipped in the fucking magic waters by his mom and she held him by his heel. Yeah, if she had socks, then she would have just been able to like keep some of the fabric out. But that kid would have been eating Tide Pods, you know. Yeah, <laughs> they always find a way to get it in there. Whatever, whatever's gonna be bad for your kids, they'll find a way. So, don't even, don't even bother with river sticks. It's not worth the hype. Anyway, okay. So, yeah. just like um, all things said, I, I think fame, generally speaking, can be used to um, make more stuff out of just money. I feel like money runs out, and I feel like fame accrues in interest over time. It's funny because you just said money runs out and then you used a a financial metaphor 
for how fame gets bigger. Well, yes, I'm not saying <laughs> the financial system is like wrong or completely fucked. It's the system we live in. It's just, well, these but, are. But how how will fame have interest, but money won't since interest is actually what money accrues if you put it. Well, okay, Here here is a thought. Yeah. Fame depreciates sort of at a set rate of time, whereas money depreciates as it is spent and used. So like your distant, distant ancestors or not ancestors, the other way, what's descendants. There we go. Descendants. If you're famous enough, they could still be, you know, getting free drinks at the bar off being. Dude, I still have the phone number for president Taft's grandchildren's houseboat. Like the very fact that these kids happen to be the like great grandchildren of President Taft, they have a houseboat. Wonder how they got that. Oh, could it be because of President Taft's fame? Like it's it's a thing, um, and it's, it's exactly. That can be Whereas Oliver's descendants, it can t- just takes one idiot to spend all of his fortune, and his descendants will have nothing. Yes, but- Oliver J. Well, sure, that's why you put- yes. That's why you put it in trusts. Okay. But also though, <laughs> uh, I, I do agree with Kat on that word. Uh, Cause I mean, my family, even though there's zero evidence uh, still contends that they are descendants of Robbie Burns and Norman Rockwell. <laughs> Both. Both uh, of them. I don't a think poet and a painter. My goodness. Well, yeah. Cause my mom's mom is Burns and my mom's dad and is Rockwell. And those are the only last. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those, those are the only families that could have those names. Yeah. yeah. Those two. So, <laughs> But hey, no research know. was done, and no research ever will be done to disprove or prove this. No, that side of the family is like the biggest bullshitters. But like in a, fu- <laughs> in a fun way, though, they just know they tell stories. So, anyways, <laughs> so I have no, I really have no idea what's true. Uh, but okay, so I'll give you that cat. I'll give you the cat. Uh, I'll give you the cat. Is what I just. Said. Oh, how generous <laughs> of you! How much money did that take to give you a cat? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a rescue. <laughs> <laughs> It was born in an All alley, right, but it raised prominence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll give you a chance now for your final closing arguments. You want to convince our audience to go with your side on this. What is your last wrap it up in a neat little bow? Uh, Oliver, you take it away first. Sure. So with fortune and not having uh, dulled yourself to the senses of the world in order to achieve it, I think you would be uh, able to spend it on the things that you believe in now, which is fantastic. And also, uh, you can grow your money in multiple ways. It doesn't only deplete. Uh, And you would also be free to, uh, due to the nature of the world that we're living in now, pursue whatever else you wanted to with a comfortable base, uh, knowing that you wouldn't have to produce, produce, produce. As opposed to fame, um, which, as we all know, affects people differently. A lot of people can't handle it. Uh, in order to, I think, make money off of your fame, uh, what, telemark? You could be like the front man of a telemark. You'd be exploiting people in order to make any money using purely fame. So I'm just putting that out there. I think fortune is the way to go. All right, and Kat, your closing remarks to convince our um, audience? I think... Uh, fame can be converted uh, into fortune in a lot of very more different and interesting ways. I think if you accrue a sense of fame for yourself, you can pass it on to your kids. 
And as well, we know um, when we're building our own like minor fortunes for ourselves. And for me, a minor fortune means like, yo, I got a $600 contract from Soul Pepper. Man, I'm really making it. <laughs> but if you have a name you can pass down or if you have uh, an artistic legacy, then someone else can build on that. Then you've given them something better than money. You've given them scaffolding. And I think that usually ends up being more um, interesting and relevant and, frankly, um, averse to bank loans than uh, most other things. So that's um, – and that's Kat Letwin for CBC Jazz. Um, thank you so much for joining <laughs> us tonight. Very smooth. A very smooth uh, conclusion there. So now I throw it out to you, audience. Let us know, would you prefer fame or fortune, will you be one of Oliver Giorgio's trust fund children, or will you be someone getting drinks no off one, Cat Letwin's I legacy? I didn't say I can afford those. <laughs> Not, no, people buying you drinks because yeah, they're related I'm still to you. On the but, legacy, but can so, her like, legacy afford those? Yeah. <laughs> I think I think I'm gonna drink off even just knowing Cat Letwin. Aww. Uh, Aww. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Yeah, nobody Place cares. your votes on Twitter or on our Facebook group, and we'll have another wish to break down for you next week. Why does nobody Bye. care about me? <laughs> well, that's what we came up with, but we want to hear from you. Your wishes, your thoughts, whether you take this wish or not. You can find us on Twitter at BreakAWishPod, email breakawishpod at gmail.com join the breakawish discussion group on facebook and you can support the show by writing a review telling a friend or buying a t-shirt on t public all this information at breakawish.ca for more cat latwin on october 17th she's in a production of cat sandler's wild woman at the young center for the performing arts or find her on social media at latwinka for more oliver giorgio He'll be in the Tiny Deck Comedy Festival on November 13th, performing a solo comedy piece. Or on Instagram at O underscore Giorgio. This is a Kicks and Giggles Entertainment production, hosted by Maddox Campbell, themed by Matthew Reed, cover art by Justin Langford, and a proud member of the Sonar Podcast Network. More podcasts at thesonarnetwork.com. So, what would you wish for? This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 